the owner of Louis Tussaud's Waxworks in San Antonio, said the museum removed a statue of former President Trump because too many visitors punched and scratched the figure. Little consideration has been given to the fact that the statue likely prompted these assaults with inappropriate touching of its own. (laughs) Well, if you wanted honesty, you've come to the wrong place. This is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. Wow. Full roster tonight, friends. Ooh, yeah, we, we have Courtney back. She uh, She's back from her, her quest. Yes, back from Taco Land. Yeah, how was Taco Land? You know, it was everything I hoped it would be. Isn't that a bar <laughs> on Central, actually, now that I'm thinking about it? It, it attracts Wait. a certain clientele. <laughs> What's it called? Is Taco Land? Taco Land. That's yeah. why I got this haircut, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because uh, the listeners it... can't see her, her hair is gone. Uh, it's, <laughs> just... <laughs> it's just gone. Which is probably what Jonah literally said. What happened to your hair? <laughs> I was going to say, given your husband, I recommend you being a lesbian. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> The hair was his idea, so maybe it's a sign. I don't know. Ooh, well. You're uh, telling me that the last thing that you did for Women's History Month was let your husband tell you how to cut your hair? No, the last thing she did for Women's History Month was turn her husband into a woman. <laughs> so Joni is going to really enjoy all of the podcast father going forward. There has been a pretty severe trend on this show about getting people to transition. <laughs> True. <laughs> we want to be inclusive. Exactly. Is, you got to be your, who you feel you are. That's all that matters. That is very fair. And it's I actually big agree ally with that. energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no sarcasm or irony there. Even though it started as a no. joke. <laughs> oh no, not at all. <laughs> started as a joke very, and became something very real. True. <laughs> um, well, in the week that Courtney's been gone, she, uh, well, the real reason she was gone is because she was going to troll school. <laughs> she went to the. the That's what I hear. The, uh, the she studied the collegiate arts of trolling. Just the issue is that I saw John having so much fun as a troll that I was like, mm. I think I can do that. I think I can do that pretty good, actually. And then it happened. Not only did you do it, though, you fucking blew my mind and you blew me out of the water. I read your responses <laughs> and I was like, I am so viciously unimaginative compared to <laughs> to you. And I know that we're kind of like being we're barreling in, but we have a lot to talk about today. Um can you can 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 you recap what your conversation was last night? Can you finish that sentence? I... Hardly. I'm really <laughs> guys. I'm really excited. I don't. I I laughed. I cry laughed. Courtney got me to like viciously Why? sob, cry laugh because it just tickled me pink. Because this person it that wasn't you got that funny. This well, what was funny is that the person that you got in this exchange with. I know that you went to their profile. I did as well before I chose to respond. You could tell that this is someone that's not used to getting responses on their Twitter feed. So they feel like they live on an island. So when they do meet like an adversary or someone with a uh, you know contrary opinion to their own, they get very heated, but they're not articulate. It's kind of like if you run into Michael with any conversation. <laughs> I mean, I'm right here. You don't have to try to call me out this hard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel targeted. So, well, the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Ugh. 
I well, I imagine a little preamble is helpful, John, as I, opposed to just throwing her I in the water and aware. expecting her to tell okay. you her story. So, you got to lube it up first, please, so, for everyone's sake. It's a very popular thing. A lot of people do it. I doom scroll Twitter uh, at least once or twice a day where I just see how bad things are. Um, but mainly I go on our local like news Twitter feeds like ABC Family or AZ Central. And on ABC Ugh. 15, there was a headline that Pima County is still going to mandate masks. And a woman uh, who in her bio says Christ is king uh, and has a header of her baby, baby's toes, which I think is really weird, um, <laughs> responds, responds, to, tried it. responds to a gentleman who would respond to being like, well, you know, Doug Ducey just wants to kill us all. Is it something, something effective that we all know and we were on the same mind to this? Like, if you could just hold off for a couple of weeks, that would be fucking great instead of making this into some political theater, which it doesn't need to be. Like, stop playing politics with our health. Um, so he, a gentleman comments something to that effect. She responds, well, stay inside then. You know, blah, 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 blah. I'm a cunt. Um, she did exactly <laughs> say that. That's exactly what she said, yeah. So I, I responded because I felt a wild hair. And um, I said, you must be a blast at parties. Great hot take, Karen. Um, <laughs> and she responded after a few hours and she was like, you sound like someone who's too afraid to have been within six feet of somebody this entire year. And then I responded something to the effect of, you got me, you're roast master please you need to stop i have a family um <laughs> and i shared that with you guys in the group being like your boy's back courtney saw this <laughs> and had her own fun and it goes to places you wouldn't think it would go Ooh! so much like you know the taco bell corporation that is officially endorsing us now Correct. she decided to make this one a double decker this was a double decker mm. for sure this was one All spicy right. potato taco <laughs> Yeah, I think this lady is our number one fan now. She should be. 100%. And no, She's a number two fan, <laughs> as far as I can reckon. But but uh, basically, yeah, I saw what John was doing, and I was like, that looks like fun. Like, let, let me hop on this. So when I saw her tweet that said, stay in your basement and watch CNN and let the rest of us enjoy our life and breathe fresh air, like, I was just immediately, like, divinely inspired. Um, So I wrote to her, I said... Fresh air? Where in Tarnation do you even live that there is fresh air? You climate change deniers ruin that for us, too. At this point, we basically need masks to protect ourselves from the G-dang pollution, let alone COVID. Correct. And so she she hits me back with, um, such a good little citizen. Wear your mask everywhere, even when you're sleeping. It's what the government wants. Smiley face. So then I went and looked at her profile, and I was like, all right, like, what's your deal? Good like, girl. where? how do I hit you where it hurts? And so I found a tweet that she had posted recently that says, um, it takes me less than 30 seconds on Instagram to find accounts that post child porn or share child porn links. Instagram is completely complicit in harboring pedophiles. So I screenshotted that and responded to her and said, at least I don't spend my days searching out child porn. Stay blessed, queen. <laughs> Kiss emoji. <laughs> so she comes back. Uh, by retweeting my tweet and says, I'm being ridiculed for hating pedophiles and child porn. I hate this website. And so, I mean, at this point, she's retweeted me. Oh, We're yeah. friends now. Like, you homies. I can't oh, yeah, stop that, here. That's how it works. Yeah. Like, how could I stop? No, I had to, you know, go enjoy her 
ridiculous profile. So I said, ridiculed, hmm? If one tweet is being ridiculed and you hate this website, maybe you should just leave Twitter. Or might I suggest finding a better hobby than creeping on Instagram? You seem to care a lot about my opinion, so I thought I might help. Best wishes. Heart emoji. Did you get anything back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's Ooh. like there's like three more. <laughs> oh, oh, well, we're already so, in. So. Mm. so she goes to my page, and one of the things I have in my bio, oh. it says says crippling depression. <laughs> so she says, K pedophile apologist, enjoy your crippling depression. And I go, first of all, my crippling depression is what makes me so cool, hip and with it. Second of all, <laughs> you're the one looking at stuff. So am I an apologist for you? Just looking for clarification. Thanks. Uh, and then this is the last... Fun. The last time she responds to me, she goes, I report the pedophiles that comment under mom blog pages on Instagram. If that is what makes you upset in any way, then you should be banned from being within 100 feet of any minor. And no, having depression doesn't make you cool. Being depressed isn't a personality. <laughs> and so Phoebe my last Bridgers response... Phoebe begs to differ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last response to her was... You're just making my night by continuing to respond. Thank you so much for that. You're a real hero. You're so clearly hip and with it, too, since you seem to have a really good grasp at discerning sarcasm. And I haven't gotten anything since then. Well, thanks, Catherine. I'm just so, so proud of you. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be left alone with a phone right now. I'm very heavily medicated. Your, your Twitter has been blessed <laughs> hot garbage. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just finally embracing my full possum self. Yeah. There you go. Can you plug... What's that Instagram that you always... You send me a handful of posts a week from? It's it's truly made my life better. Uh, I think I just sent you one, actually. You did. It was a deep, um, deep reference, too. <laughs> it's 6-9-possums-420. Follow that shit on Instagram. It is so fucking funny. I can get behind something like that. <laughs> also, nice. Can you get under an inverted something like that, or well, not without? It. Well, Shane, exercise. Aren't you want to say that it's worth it if you work it and you're worth it? Is that the actually that's that's Missy Elliott? Ah, uh, I think uh, initially and L'Oreal. Sweet, right? <coughs> I'm just gonna let that. Yeah, one we're just gonna let it die. <laughs> just, just lay right Aww. there. Like a salamander that uh, squiggled out of your ass, finally. Uh, so, ladies and germaphobes, as I realize that I have been using that phrase far too accurately for far <laughs> too long, considering the squeamishness of two of our co-hosts here, according to Karen. Uh, <laughs> for the uninitiated amongst you, what we typically do here on this glorious little podcast is we'll dive into a random esoteric topic, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we will leaven in the occasional lie just to keep things interesting, and then it is incumbent upon the co-hosts to sort the fact from fiction, separate the way from the chaff, and hopefully wind up with something that is entertaining in spite of the fact that the points do not matter and no one will ever win. But tonight, we are going to double your pleasure, double your fun, in that we have not one, but two sordid topics that will be winging your way. Firstly, Mr. Michael is going to uh, drive a nail into the hardwood here with what, may I ask? So I titled my topic, uh, People Getting Butt Hurt 
by Little Nas X grinding on some demon dick. I like that subtitle a lot. Yeah, because it's 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 pretty apt. Um, now before we get into the controversy, I just want to give a little bit of context. Um, behind the musician known as Little Nas X. No, well, it's not a definition, Mike Michael. No, um, you're killing the upfronts here. This is uh, in in the show proper. This is called a tease. So I will both say what you're going to do, we and go. then we'll mention what John's going to talk about. Oh, and then we'll actually get into the topics. It's so called journalism. It... What? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently none of you have ever looked at a show format before. But uh, the thing is, Shane, no, I, have I have because we've had this conversation on air before. <laughs> I know it's a strange thing, but uh, someone I, I, in uh, the I'm room. Glad somebody yeah. listens. <laughs> I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, so damn sure me. not the people that are subscribed to this thing, as we know. Yeah, for sure, uh, Sam just lets it download every week just to try to support us. Bless her tiny, appreciated that heart. Um, that uh, that good old moral victory. But John, tell us uh, what you're going to be trying to intrigue us with later on. Yeah, so we had talked for almost a month or so that I was really hyped to present a topic, um, and then I got this week a little disenchanted with the topic when i realized that i don't agree with it as much as i did in the past because you grow as you mm. age uh but we are going to briefly talk about um not a conspiracy but more so a documentary about a conspiracy we're going to talk about the movie soaked in bleach which is about um kurt cobain's suicide and whether or not it was actually a suicide speaking of which trigger warning for all of right i was gonna do that at the, at, at, at the start there as well but yeah but it's an appropriate point to you know for sure insert that here. Um, the first half of this episode is probably going to be safe for you but the back half uh once i start talking more heavy trigger warning uh for suicide drugs dumb blondes crippling depression yeah anyway well done. Thank you. Uh, and also, but uh, since you uh, change as you grow and age, you saying Catherine's not interested in you anymore? Or? Oh, me? The the moment that Courtney started interacting with Catherine, she dropped every interaction with me. She didn't respond to a single thing that I said. So Aww. game respect game. She was like, yeah. "There, there are better conversations to be had than this little white bread piece of atheist shit." Because she said, "There are bigger fish to oh, fry." Oh, what she responded to me with the uh, "I have a family." You know, your roast master was cope harder and then she put the like a crying emoji on there and since i knew that she had in her bio the crisis king i said i'm too busy trying to simp hard for jesus but he won't answer my calls <laughs> god don't talk to strangers anymore. he sure don't <laughs> <sighs> all right well i'm gonna regret saying this the second it flies out of my feeble-minded little mouth uh, but michael uh, uh tell me about the rabbits Huh? More like t- how okay. many lies you got? Couple uh, I have in. three. All right, and I just want to start off before we get into the actual controversy to give a little background on Little Nas X. Is it Nas? If Nas? I mispronounce it's anything, Nas. it's Nas. It's Nas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, you're starting strong. That's somewhere. why I immediately started with if I little or Nas slugger. In whatever. case you were, in case you were curious, uh, Michael is whiter than a snowbank. That was actually going to be my next point. Before I do anything, I want to specify that I am a heterosexual, cisgender, white male. Okay. So take what I say with all of those privileges in mind. Yeah, it's your boy. It is yes, your... Yes, indeed. It is your boy, Michael Could you please spot? raise the volume in these headphones? I don't... Please 
raise the ceiling, if you please. I take a sip for me and my friends, and I pour some out onto the ground for the ones that are no longer here with us. I pour one out for the homeless. (laughs) I appreciate. Brown, stay strong. Uh, I appreciate that Michael took the time to describe that, but if you've listened to any of his episodes, you, you totally already know. knew all those details about him. <laughs> well, yes, but... <laughs> the fact that he's getting as... <laughs> any sort of pussy on any sort of regularity is just uh, almost evidence that God exists. We self-identify here. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> anyway, little Nos. Thank you. Yes. Nos, man. Yeah. Nos X, whose real name is... Montero Lamar Hill was born April 9th, 1999. I just wanted to specify that because I felt really old reading that. Yeah. Um, yes. His parents divorced when he was six, and he moved in with his gospel singer father when he was nine. Uh, he started using the internet right about when memes became their own form of entertainment in the early 2010s. And it really shows on his Twitter. I... Probably I scrolled for a, a couple of hours on his Twitter and they were just full of memes and just they were it was it was fun. It was fun doing so uh, as, as a purveyor of memes myself. I really enjoyed what he was doing. Um, like I said, he is very meme savvy and would later use memes to promote his singles. Um, he rose to prominence with the release of his country rap single Old Town Road, uh, which first achieved viral viral popularity because it was co-written by and sung with country artist billy ray cyrus yeah that was a huge deal sideburns mm-hmm. it's a fucking god-awful song in my opinion but it's it's catchy yeah. you either really love it because it's catchy or you really hate it because it's catchy or um, if you were rocking in the usa true <laughs> I, personally i prefer i have, uh, I have opinions to- on billy ray cyrus that i don't want to go into detail with michael here. don't don't tell my heart well, I was going to say, personally, I prefer the toe tapper that is my achy, breaky heart. You guys know a lot more about his singing career than I do. I prefer my achy, breaky bones, but that's just... <laughs> anyway, uh, Old Town Road spent 19 weeks atop the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart. Bullshit. Becoming... No, true. <laughs> it's No, I'm just saying it's bullshit. I'm not oh. actually saying he, you're lying. No, he's not parroting a lie. He's just He doesn't agree with it. On principle. <laughs> I'm just lamenting the state of American culture. It's fine. Um, And you'll be more upset by this. It became the longest running number one song since the chart debu- debuted. Are you um, fucking debutted. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> We're starting In, off so strong. I love oh, it. Oh, I, I did that on purpose. Um, Damn it. It's pronounced debut. 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 <laughs> In 1958. So it. You didn't broke records for that. Wait, wait, wait. What um, was the song that we barreled over that it that it kicked off? Old Town Road. No, that no, was what he's saying. What is? It's the biggest uh, chart-topping single since the highest one. I oh, so it's I not didn't it, look not in... dethroning something just since 1958. Yes. I'm going to call bullshit on that. I think Thriller probably did a better job. No, it did not. Okay. It was uh, that, yeah, yeah. That that was the the longest running. Um. U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart uh, single. Even more important, Little Nas X came out as gay while Old Town Road was atop the Hot 100, um, becoming the only artist to do so while having a number one record. Is that bullshit? Because I feel like this no, was—I thought this was like the big, the big, big, big announcement. 
No, that that was actually pretty true. And I thought, and I wanted to include that for that reason. Um, and one other record that I did want to mention is that he is the first openly LGBTQ uh, black artist to win a Country Music Association award. Oh. Not shocking. Yes. Um, but I wanted I mean, to give those... That, as, yeah. the, the Country Music Association <laughs> feels like a bloody clan rally most of the time. I mean... That's not exactly the most inclusive-minded group of individuals if you've ever been to Nashville. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he won that, and he also had a lot of accolades in the hip-hop community, which is also very... has a lot of machismo and a lot of straightness within it. Um, uh, essentially, yes. it was it was a victory sure. in multiple ways. Oh, yes, yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring up those awards and those accolades, because they were, in my opinion, I thought that they were very important. Let's not gloss over the fact that you just said the word accolade as opposed to allocate or... Isn't it McKeith? No, he got got the other one right. Okay. Yes. I I mean, uh, tomato potato, as Michael would say. That is very true. Machismo, machismo. It is is Macho cheese. Uh, Yeah, it's it's all over the board. Um, Maraschino. So... At this point, I have to ask Sean. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> so me right gonna, now? He's been trying to fuse us for years, John. So I mean, it's a, we are an interesting like cat dog kind of it's variation. It's your couple name. Just because we sixty nine <laughs> each other and form a little finger trap with our penises doesn't mean we're the same person. It just means that we're in we love. We could actually space dock if we tried hard. Enough. We really could actually. Why have yeah. I'm really upset. So I told you you're not clean enough. I'm worried about the, my health. I'll go get a checkup. I can't now. get rid now of that it. I'm vaccinated. I'll go get a checkup so that we can do that. We'll see, yeah, I don't want to remove my foreskin in my 40s. That's just I'm. <laughs> that sounds very painful. Yeah, I'm not down for this at all. Ugh. That's why they remove them as children, so you don't remember the. Experience. By the way, uh, sorry if that's an overshare <laughs> for some of the uh, individuals on the call because I just watched the light leave Courtney's eyes and. Uh, I don't judge. I, it, you know, you live your life. I just what you don't you don't judge the fact that I'm capable of cleaning my penis, so I didn't need to have the foreskin removed. Is, uh, yes, yeah. that's more an endorsement of me as a human being, I think, than you know True. anything. It's not an indictment right, or right. an indictment, as you would say it. Anywho, continue off my dick. No, you're fine. <laughs> continue uh, off so of my speaking dick. Speaking of, <laughs> so speaking of dick. Uh, this is the point in the episode. That is your greatest segue ever, <laughs> and I want to take a moment to just pause and appreciate that. This is the point where I would like to, if Shane hasn't already seen it, to show him the music video. You know I haven't. I was outside crushing rocks all week, so I, I haven't had an opportunity to pay <laughs> oh, attention. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, I... Now... You know, I, it's it's hard for me to assume things... Because when you assume you make an ass out of you Shut and Shut the me. fuck up, Michael. And. Oh, that's it. Okay. And we're back. Shane, what did you, uh, what did you think? <laughs> I, I wish I had just heard the song as opposed to seeing the visual. But, uh, you know, that's life. I think the song, uh, the song truly has grown on me. I didn't really like the song oh, yeah, the yeah. first time I heard it. Uh, but now that it's impossible to escape at the current moment because of the relevancy. Uh, it is a really catchy tune, and I admire that mm. there's not a hint of country in it, really. Yes, I'm going to definitely approve of that message. But uh, yeah, I, I would have been far more impressed 
if I did not have the caveat of South Park did it first, and you know, this <laughs> this would have been far more shocking to me. But I mean, when Saddam and Satan literally had a relationship on screen that I did not ever need to encounter, yeah, you know, come on, gay. It, it's one of the funny <sighs> parts that I from um, perusing his uh, Twitter is that a lot of people found a lot of uh, connections with SpongeBob. Oh, really? Um, yes, uh, a lot of scenes can be connected to various scenes in SpongeBob, um, and mm-hmm. just because because he has done stuff like that in the past, and and I would like to thank Courtney for telling me and showing me of this. Um, one of his previous singles uh, actually has a remix on his channel, uh, where it is completely done. Uh, yes, Shane. Are you, are He's you connecting the, the dots the, since the you're doing a bad job. I'm, I'm diagramming the sentence of showing me of this. Um, I was trying to see where the preposition <laughs> fell, yeah. but anyway, continue. It's trying to sound illiterate, or trying to sound <laughs> Trust literate. Me, my friend, you sound illiterate. Well, Freudian played my hand, <laughs> and I will call you by your name and call you illiterate. <sighs> I am illiterate. That's a little. But he does. He has. He takes a lot of. Um, Dick? What am I trying to search for? <laughs> anyway, can, yeah. Anyway. That, that was fairly evident by the video. Yeah. I had yes. managed to glean. It's not subtle. I was going to say, that no. joke is acceptable now. It's fine. I, I mean, yes. it's kind of, I'm, I'm endorsing his prowess at this yes. point. Because uh, that was a very effective split. I'm I'm exceptionally impressed. Also, that's very, very good dancing on that, on that devil dick. Oh, yes. Very impressive. Yes. Dancing on that devil dick. That's a new band Dancing name. Dancing on the devil dick? <laughs> yes. It, it, it's at least an album title. And he had been practicing on uh, his pole dancing um, as he posted a couple of videos on his Twitter uh, of him practicing in the uh, a couple months ago. Well, you would need uh, to. Well, it's really weird. Um, I don't know if you saw this when you are researching it, but they actually made a pole that reached from heaven to hell. Uh, so that was actually a one-shot. Um, yeah. but Wes Anderson actually did that shot in the video. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, tell me, tell me what's what's going on here. Uh, now that we've seen the music video and have gotten a little background on the artist, I want to read to you guys what uh, he had wrote about the song itself on his Instagram page. Mm. Uh, he posted, "Dear fourteen-year-old Montero, I wrote a song with our name in it." It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promised to never come out publicly. I know we promised to never be that type of gay person. I know we promised to die with the secret, but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist. You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I'm pushing an agenda. But the truth is, I am. The agenda is uh, the agenda to make people stay the fuck out of other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. Sending you love from the future. Which, when I first read that, like, that that got me. That I, I choked up a little when I read that because it, it, it was so emotional. And it, it was a, it was, it was a, it felt like it was coming straight from the heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's not an easy thing to unveil, let alone you know to the general public. So that it takes a a significant amount of intestinal fortitude to be willing to you know put yourself uh, on public display for something like that, which is known to inspire ridicule, 
and particularly being a public figure, is going to inspire even more ridicule given what we've indicated previously, the sort of groups uh, that, you know, are commonly associated with these types of music. Correct. Now, before we get into the reactions, I want to talk about the second part of the controversy, the Satan Shoes. Around the release of the music video, um, Little Nas X, in collaboration with New York streetwear company MSCHF, which I assume is pronounced Mischief. Um, well it's Mischief, yeah. Okay, cool. Proud of you. I'm just assuming that. Uh, created 666 Satan shoes uh, made from Nike Air Max 97s. The shoe design no. features a... Yes. 97s? Yes, 97s. 97, but multiple. Plural. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, Shinfo, Courtney? I think I thought they were Nike Air Force Ones. Mm-mm. Not in the, the several articles that I had read. They had said that they were Nike Air Max 97s. Okay. Anyway. And I'm I'm sure that he had a contract already established with the good folks at Nike to uh, you know break their trademark. Oh well, nope. Which we will get into in a moment. <gasps> Go figure. <laughs> Poor business decisions. Volume one. Uh, the shoe design features a bronze pentagram, an inverted cross, and a single drop of human blood from one of the members and mischief. I thought it was from each the member. The blood drop is sorry each member. Uh, yes, I think it was uh, six or seven people that had donated a drop of blood in um, an article that I read uh, where they interviewed the head person in, design, in, in charge of this shoe design uh, said that they had drawn the blood themselves. Um, and it was taken from, I think, six people. Uh, the blood drop is mixed into some red ink, which is placed into the bubble sole of the shoe, because a lot of Nike shoes have the air sort of The, the clear line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Now, this isn't the first time the company has made religious-esque footwear. Uh, they had previously released a limited edition of Jesus shoes, uh, which same brand um nike air max 97s that included a steel crucifix and holy water uh from the jordan river which was blessed by a priest that's bullshit no that is true wow fuck that yeah Uh, a pair of these satan shoes were priced at one thousand and eighteen dollars in reference to part of the bible passage john 10 18 no one takes it from me what is bullshit? It's Luke ten eighteen. Ah, damn. I was hoping that you hadn't looked too much into this. Yeah, no, you're right. It's Luke ten eighteen. She um, knows her shit, son. She does, unfortunately. Um, so I won't even read the the lie <laughs> passage. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> it was it was kind of it was a little bit of a stretch, but I felt like it it worked. But anyway, Luke. It was a reference to Luke ten eighteen. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Um preferably on a stripper pole. Um, these shoes were available for sale on Monday, March 29th, 2021. They sold out in less than a minute. I can actually believe that. Yeah. When you only have 666 of these, and, and that wasn't saying that they had those pairs. Also, people are probably just dropping 300... their stimmies on it. You know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, that's, that's fair. If I could... 
Well, if I had a lot of money, I would have. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like you're frivolously buying stocks I was going to say, anything. like, <laughs> it's okay, though, because, I mean, you have some money in the uh, the stock market, so it's going to come around. It's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, your stonks. You know, 20 years from now. Um. Also, as of writing, Nike has filed a lawsuit <laughs> with Mischief. For trademark infringement and dilution, which I think also is like fairly connected to trademark infringement, alleging that Mischief's unauthorized Satan shoes are likely to cause confusion and dilution and create an erroneous association between Mischief's products and Nike. Go figure. (laughs) And it already has. Yeah, when Shane brought up Nike, I was like, yeah, you see a Nike shoe and you think, oh, so Nike's doing a collab. Like, I thought that looking into it. And then I saw the lawsuit thing. I was like... Man. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I can't just go and take, you know, a, a piece of plastic and super glue it to a Lexus and say that it's my car that I designed that doesn't quite fly. I know everybody who sat at home with a bedazzler in the late 90s was, you know, <laughs> wishing it was true, but it's not quite the case. Uh, Nike also stated in their lawsuit that, quote, decisions about what products to put the swoosh on belong to Nike, not to part third parties like Mischief. Before you ask, Nike did not do this for the Jesus Shoes, which I think came out in 2019, uh, nor the, did they disavow them like they did with the Satan Shoes. Um, it appears that public anger is the main driving force behind this lawsuit, um, because a lot of people have been mentioning a boycott of Nike products. Hmm. Did they do a uh, similarly? I'm sorry if I missed this. Did they do a similarly small run of the the Jesus shoes as what well? Seven hundred seventy-seven. As far pairs? as I found in in my research, they are still available for purchase, which I think means that they're still manufacturing. Air quotes manufacturing. Them right. By, I, I'm I'm just thinking yes, if it's a but, small enough quantity, it's a blip on yeah. you know nike the the billion dollar industry i'm fairly certain they wouldn't notice if someone was doing this but just because it's starting to steal a little uh publicity from the mainstream media i'm sure that likely helped as you were saying yes i will say that there were articles written about the jesus shoes um i think it was a new york times article uh interviewed one of the members at mischief who lamented that nike wasn't upset or offended that they were converting their shoes into jesus shoes and the article that i read explained why they did the things they did with the jesus shoes and i didn't feel it was necessary for this point Mm -hmm. um but the idea is that because there's more public outcry for these as opposed to the jesus shoes is is their main force behind more reason to address it Mm mm-hmm um, both of the music video and the Satan shoes stirred up quite the controversy. Uh, it was condemned by various people, and that is what I will get into now. So, we're going to be diving into a slightly different, uh, a slightly different type of topic than what we usually get into, um, and the structure will be slightly different. Uh, what I will do is introduce the person that gave a reaction to this whole debacle um, with a little blurb, if you guys don't know who they are, uh, mention their tweet, and then mention uh, little Nas X's retort. Cool. So just call me out for not being connected to pop culture, why don't you? 
I figured it would make hey, sense guys, to just. I appreciate Shane's the consideration. to social media, so he doesn't know this stuff. There, I did yeah, it for and you. I'm still actually offended that Michael thought John would know about this yeah. and not me. I think he assumed like the Satan thing. Like I would probably be like way like since like both him and I, and I don't know if you are too, but since we're Satanic Temple members, like he's probably like, yo, he probably yes. knows anything. Like probably anytime someone sneezes six six six, he probably hears it. <laughs> I mean, I do get the email uh, updates. Shut the fuck up and just get these. to the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> As an aside, a little bit of background. I was hoping for a satanic interpretation of the controversy, but I did not find that as when i was researching also it. the satanic temple is still pretty busy right now. You know, fighting for you know abortion rights. So, yes, that is very true. Um, but um, I'll jump to the future here. The uh, Church of Satan did respond to the uh, Satan shoes. Um, let me just give me a second. Which is they, not the same uh, as Satanic Temple. Church of Satan is actual no, like Satanist Satanist believes in an actual devil kind of Satanism. It's Levain yeah. Satanism. I, I was like, yeah, no, they yeah. don't. Yeah, it's 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 what we covered all the way back in episode two. Yeah, go uh, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Uncle Touchy. Exactly. <laughs> so the Church of Satan's official Twitter actually did respond to the uh, advert for the Satan shoes, uh, responding, hook us up with a pair, fam, uh, to that. I, uh, I thought they would have said that wearing them in public is officially the mating signal. If only. Is that bullshit, by the way, Michael? No, that is okay. true. Um, they did actually respond and retweet um, All right. their advertisement. Did you... advertisement just, whatever I, I go with advertisement that's that's my personal preference okay. but you know. that's what i do but you know i i just assume that i'm wrong in everything i say always always pander to me michael if you're gonna go with anybody true so let us start with a couple of religious folks first we go to a pastor named greg Locke, a noted conspiracy theorist who mm. claimed joe biden was hiding satanic imagery in the 2020 democratic national convention logo <laughs> Big if true. Yeah, big if tr- <laughs> true if big. Uh, <laughs> this pastor mentioned the Satan shoes in a sermon last Sunday as of recording, uh, also noting that he'll never listen to Old Town Road again. Oh, no. Um, I can't really repeat what he said in the little clip I listened to because he spoke like an auctioneer. He was literally going thousands of words a minute, and I couldn't understand what he was saying. But I did catch the frequent use of the word Wiccan, which I was a little offended by. Um, he kept c- calling Satanists Wiccans as well, and I, I I took offense to that. Little Nas X responded to that tweeted clip, uh, saying he was going to sample it, <laughs> which I honestly would definitely listen I to would, I'll that. buy it. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, can the, I uh, can I take a moment? I'm sorry. I should. No, no, you're uh, good. Uh, I took a moment to reflect. Uh, is it bullshit that the uh, that pastor said he would never listen to to Old Town Road again? No, he did. He oh. said that in the sermon, as though he actually had done so at any given point prior right. to that. He said it was a catchy beat, <laughs> uh, something to that effect. Oh, it's real I, I won't quote him exactly, but it, it sounded right. like he was saying it was a catchy beat. Oh, it's hip, and you can dance to it. Michael, yeah, exactly. Are you going to address at all the people that thought that Old Town Road was a song for kids? Um, at least one or two people. Actually, okay. two people. Perfect. Yes. Uh, part of the Save the Children. Awesome. Um, all caps. That's Beautiful. that's what I like Not to refer the to. Children. 
Yes. <laughs> Not the children at all. The pastor also tweeted, I hope Nike burns to the ground and goes bankrupt over this. First, they use massive amounts of child slaves, and now they openly promote Satanism. Disgusting. So, going back to what you said initially, Shane, about people being upset over Nike, definitely drove their decision to sue. And as of this recording, there has not been any sort of, like, it's mm-hmm. it just happened. I think the lawsuit was uh, served either earlier or late last yesterday, or earlier this morning as of recording. Well, and if they so. had done their research, they would know the 11 rules of the earth are also anti-Nike in their sweatshop agenda because they <laughs> tell you not to harm children. Yes. True that. Yes. Hmm. hmm. Indubitably. Yes. <laughs> My lag did beautiful auto-tune uh-huh. to Same. that. So. <laughs> <laughs> that should be sampled for a future uh, Lil Nas X song. <laughs> the next person is the current governor of South Dakota, Christy Noem. Um, if I butcher her name, I don't care. In response Fair. to the Satan shoes, she wrote, Our kids are being told that this kind of product is not only okay, it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. But do you know what's more exclusive? Their God-given soul. We are in a fight for the soul of our nation. We need to fight hard. And we need to fight smart. We have to win. I mean, really, if we're being honest, the soul is not exclusive because every motherfucker walking the planet gets one. (laughs) Right. Dime a dozen. Whether you treat (laughs) it well is open to interpretation, but I mean, it's not like you can't get one. I mean, unless you didn't get (laughs) baptized, uh, you know. Uh, Or if you're born with red hair. Right. Also true. Double oof. So, Little Nas X responded, uh, You're a whole governor, and you are on here tweeting about some damn shoes. Do your job. Now, when he says whole governor, can, can we uh, spell that word for me, please? Cause it... he, he spelled it correctly. Uh, which I don't whole? know what he means by a whole governor. Like as, as in not partial? Yeah. Thank as you. As in not partial. Okay. Because I was going to say... <laughs> Uh, you know, not as like in South da- the other Dakotas where they have a half governor. Well, that, but- I mean that is true. She's not the governor of both Dakotas, so she could be considered half a governor. Well, there are some southern states where they have outlawed buggering, so there are whole governors there. I just <laughs> want to make sure Stop. that we're clarifying. <laughs> in response to his retweet, uh, she quoted a Bible quote, oh, no a Bible duh. passage. Um, Matthew sixteen twenty six. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? To which Little Nas X responded, sounding like a Bible quote, "Shoot a child in your mouth while I'm writing," uh, which he quoted as Montero the song at one minute and eight seconds. <laughs> and you know he's better. He's actually you know when he's wearing the Satan shoes, he's got three souls. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Save the Children, some conservative rap artist named Mint Chip uh, tweeted a video of Little Nas X uh, singing Old Town Road to some kids. I assume he was doing some charity event um, at some school, uh, and he wrote, The system is targeting kids. Little Nas X's fan base is mostly children. They did the same thing with Miley Cyrus after Hannah Montana. 
Uh, to which little Nas X responded, there is no system involved. I made the, si- the decision to create the music video. I am an adult. I'm not going to spend my entire career trying to cater to your children. That is your job. Boom. Roasted. And also, exactly. Old Town Road is literally a song about sex. So, like, I don't, I don't understand parents. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's a song about kids for kids, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I do have actually a really funny story about uh, Old Town Road because Jonah's uncle, um, I don't know if he's just like sometimes a little dumb or bad at hearing, but he thought that the lyric was, I'm going to take my horse to the hotel room, which is not at all. Oh, so now we're just going (laughs) to promote horse fucking? (laughs) (laughs) But that was the best thing I've ever heard. I thought that was hysterical. Listen, John, don't knock it till you've ride it. (laughs) Listen, you can fuck all the horses that you want, but I will fucking die before I see you suck Satan's dick. Okay? (laughs) Bestiality is one One thing. One thing to fuck a horse. Bestiality is one thing. That horse is going to be fine. If anything, you're probably going to get hurt. But when you suck Satan's cock, everybody loses. You're not taking the hay ride down to Old Brown Road on my watch. (laughs) So was the sex consensual? (laughs) With the horse? (laughs) No, I'm thinking about the music video now. Did it do one stomp for yes or two two, uh, trots for no? Nay. (laughs) Wilbur. Anyway, let's. Uh, that was a bad joke. Didn't land for me, so let's get off of the whole topic on whether or not Satan consented to the lap dance. Uh, speaking of partial consent, this last one requires a bit of a backstory. Caitlin Bennett is a conservative libertarian in name only uh, who gained notoriety several years back by tweeting about gun rights and constantly belittling a Parkland school shooting survivor. In 2017, she was president of Kent State's chapter of Turning Point USA uh, when the chapter protested against safe spaces on campus by wearing diapers, uh, which became endlessly mocked on social media for wearing diapers to own the libs. Yes, John. Do you mean toilet paper USA? I knew that you would uh, you would you would catch that. Uh, yes. I would say toilet paper USA. Which, um, if I had go ahead and plug the r yeah r slash toilet paper USA. If you want to check that out. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which constantly mocks people that are in that organization. The this stunt of wearing diapers to protest safe spaces got the chapter disbanded, and Caitlin resigned from the organization, calling it a shithole. <laughs> Jesus. In 2018, she picketed her graduation ceremony while holding a AR-10 rifle on campus, um, citing the Kent State shooting as a cause to defend herself. Um, wait, 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 bullshit on that puppy. Yeah, hold on. Say, on, say that again. That hurt me. Yes, I will state the whole thing again. In 2018, she picketed her graduation ceremony while holding a AR-10 rifle on campus. So she brought a rifle to campus, uh um, citing the Kent State shooting as a cause to defend herself. I'm going to call bullshit (laughs) on the citing Kent State because this is like, listen, people were shot there. 
but I don't think that would be justification for you bring a bigger gun. No, you're right. Okay. That was bullshit. Yes. Um, just the it's part a that good you stated. I see why you went with the lie, but... Uh, she actually cited the four students who were shot and killed by the Ohio National Guard during a protest exactly 48 years before her graduation ceremony. It was legit the 48th anniversary of that shooting. Uh, they were protesting um, a bombing that, that the United States had done at that point. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they were protesting it, and the Ohio National Guard shot and killed them. Um, she also has been on record saying the Kent State shooting wouldn't have happened if the students were armed you know just putting it out there yeah I, sure was it a, it can't be satire because it's too close to home but <laughs> I, I heard someone because you know we have a, a mass shooting here like every other day because it's a walking hellscape but mm-hmm. wasn't there someone who said something similar but it was like you should give all kindergarten like arm yes. the, arm the students and arm the teachers like just arm uh-huh. everybody so they're saying basically armed good guys beat armed bad guys. Well, good That's arms versus argument. bad will win hands down. Indeed. Oh yeah. Down. Good always wins out. I I just love that we have this it's I feel like this is a weird byproduct of the 80s in the US consciousness that we somehow feel like the Cold War has become the template that we get to utilize for all relationships, which is just if there's mutually assured destruction it will cause inaction on all sides. And I'm like, I, oh. no, that's not a great American ethic. No. Uh, just because we also have a big stick. I mean, it's like, how many times do you have two assholes who get in a fight and they're of similar size? It's like, no, just because the both of you could conceivably beat one another up does not mean they're just not going to fight. They're probably still going to fight. Right. That's a very good point. I've never thought of it from that perspective, the whole, like, self-assured destruction and that is why everyone should be carrying a gun so if one person shoots everyone can start shooting right so anyway i started blasting to be insensitive yeah but it's like the mexican standoff mentality of just we're all just going to stand around and point guns at each other and no one's going to do anything right uh while looking for headlines today i actually ran into a situation where i'll i'll post this in the show notes a uh father was trying to stop his son from coming into his home with a gun the kid had a gun in his coat pocket and the dad's like you're not coming into my house with that and he's like no no no, i'm coming into the house and so the dad gets a gun and points it at his son to try to get him to give him the gun and the son draws the gun out and they begin to open fire on one another in their front yard so so it just, I mean, escalation always works. Yeah, I was going to say. That's so the you, whole yeah, de-escalation yeah. <laughs> by stalemate just doesn't quite work out uh-uh. in this situation the way they no. expect it will. <laughs> always escalate. Whenever in doubt, just escalate. Right. It works it, it, every and time. Sh- every Shane, time. it's been a hearty minute since we've had a shoehorned reference to Night Vale here, so allow me to give you two. <laughs> um, it's impossible to be killed by a gun. We're all mm-hmm. invincible to bullets, and it's a miracle. Indeed. That being said, if you would like a gun, all you have to do is step out onto your front porch and yell NRA at the top of your lungs, and they'll just airdrop you one. That was yep. an amended reference, but it's appreciated. Uh, it also reminds me of the um, Ben Shapiro um, movie that came out not too long ago that was about a school shooting. Hey, what was the name of that movie? 
Oh, I can't remember. Is it Act I... of Valor? Something stupid like anyway. that. I thought Some it mod- was uh, Bend Me yeah. Over. But... If only. <laughs> I thought it was Pockets Full of Sand. <laughs> <laughs> but the real reason why I remember Caitlin Bennett are the rumors surrounding a picture that may or may not have been her lying face down in her own shit. What? Yes. That's my curiosity. This is why I remember this gun rights act <laughs> air quotes gun rights activist. Um there was a rumor that found while she was either it was happened I think last year or 2 years ago and I think no it was 2019. She um there was a picture of someone that may or may not have been her lying face down and obviously having shit herself. Wow. While rumors like this one are fairly easy to ignore or disprove, she has not done so. While filming a InfoWars-esque show oh. on a college campus, a student asked if the rumor was true, to which Caitlin responded, why are you talking about that? To which that? he responded, As, people don't forget. Yeah. Azu, that isn't me. You can't prove anything. None of that. Why are you talking about it? Man, that joke's super bad. <sighs> I love you. I see you. Needless to say, the rumor has attached itself to her name, which is why when she tweeted, it's weak like these that I'm thankful to be blocked by little Nas X, which she did say weak, it is weak like these, uh, to which he responded, I still see your tweets, shitty pants. I still see your tweets, shitty pants. (laughs) that's what he said (laughs) in response and i like to thank courtney for bringing this tweet to to my attention because i did not know this one in response she retweeted the guy that takes it up the ass from satan wants to talk about shitty pants wow she did she then dug in hard by insinuating that because little Nas X is black, his father must have abandoned him as a child wow. by tweeting, do you still see your dad? So she is a cum dumpster. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. He responded, yep, and I might fuck yours. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think that that is a criminally underused insult of I will fuck your dad in front of you. I'm going to get your dad, whether you love him or you hate him. I'm going to fuck him in front of you. Uh, Trick warning. And she did retweet that saying, insinuating that he was saying that he was going to rape her dad. No, it'd be consensual. Her dad's going to be gay as fuck. That's what people were (laughs) responding to (laughs) with. Like, you don't know. I don't know the little. uh, What if he's into it? The anaconda bit, like when he he lays Nas X down and licks that little stud. I'm like, ooh, got a little case of the vapors there. It's a really sexual shot. Oh, yeah. Most certainly. Um, on a happy note, uh, little Nas X's dad has reacted to the music video, um, saying, very creative video. I got through it, um, and then he re- added two cry, cry laughing emojis. Uh, congratulations. Live life on your terms. Very proud of you. Aww. And then two arm flexing emojis and one prayer emoji. That makes me very happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That there is a supportive parent out there Hell yeah. who is not just going to cower and let people try to pull this bullshit. Right. Because he's yeah. 21 it's... now, right? Yes. Yeah, he's 21. And, his, and for more context, 
I said earlier, his dad is a gospel singer. Mm-hmm. So with a lot of that connection to that aspect of society, the fact that he would openly say and give his support mm-hmm. to his son for what he did is really, really monumental. It is monumental. Mm-hmm. I hate it's it's almost a really terrible indictment, but we, where we talk about this is just a you know we're products of our times that we're more mm-hmm. forward thinking or more open to allowing individuals to just be who and how they are, yeah. as opposed to the old day where everything needed to be gentrified, segregated, sorted, and appropriately labeled, and just. <sighs> There are not a lot of fathers hugging their children in the 50s and 60s, and I think that it shows. It really, really, truly does. Yep. True that. To end this topic, I want to read a few of uh, Little Nas X's tweets in response to the general outcry by these types of folks. Um, Quote, there is a mass shooting every week that our government does nothing to stop. Me sliding down a CGI pole isn't what's destroying society. Another one. Y'all saying a gay uh, N-word soft A, which I won't even say that one. Uh, Good. Twerking <laughs> on a CGI Satan. Uh, let me rephrase. Uh, let me say it again. Y'all sliding on a gay... Uh, y'all saying... Y'all sliding oh, no. on. That <laughs> was projecting. That, the fact that you threw that out there immediately <laughs> made me cue the thong song in my head. <laughs> and I... Uh, but it was Michael. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> she, in fact, had <laughs> dumps like a truck. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right, I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> no, you're fine. I did it to myself. Uh, y'all saying a gay N-word soft A, twerking on a CGI Satan is the end of times like slavery and the Holocaust didn't happen. Um, another tweet uh, showed my three-month-old niece the Call Me By Your Name video, and she said, Uncle... That was quite the stupendous visual. Why in heavens would any individual be enraged over such a sensationalist showpiece? That's a very articulate three-month-old. Truly. Yes. Big Uh, vocab on that baby. He responded, I'm going to cry, y'all, with two crying emojis. For good reason. (laughs) The last last tweet I'll include here puts a nice little bow on the whole controversy, in my opinion. I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preach would happen to me because I was gay. So I hope you are mad. Stay mad. Feel the same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. Boom. Amen. This is officially one of my, my new favorite people. Oh, he's he's amazing. Oh, um, I'm I'm crawling out from under my rock to offer my <laughs> official endorsement, and then I'm just going to slither back under. Um, if I would have managed my time better, which outside of work I really am not well known for, um, there is a so the site Genius, you know, where they post lyrics and stuff, and then you get like little behind the behind the lyrics sometimes artists will give their actual insight to the website well they have a youtube page and they bring artists in to sit them down and play the song side by side and deep dive almost like line by line um so they already have one for montero um and it's like 10 minutes long and i was gonna pull clips uh, like actually because you know use a little ripper and take audio clips to send them like throw this in and we'll reference it um but Shane, I would recommend watching that video just so you can get like a sense of who this guy is because it's it, 
he's very well spoken. He's he's fun to watch. So, oh yeah, definitely. Just based off of what I had read on him and just the the responses that he has given to people, just he is such a fantastic person that I feel almost. I feel no. I feel ashamed that I didn't give him the time of day when he originally came out with Old Town Road, and even if I don't particularly, even if his music doesn't cater to me personally, I feel when he releases his new album, which is slated to come out in summer twenty twenty one, I will buy it just to support him as an artist, because we need people like him to really just bring to light the injustices that a lot of the LGBTQ community suffers. And he is just he is just a fantastic person. Was that of articulate Michael? I felt so strongly wow. about the topic I I channeled my inner wow. I I'm losing my words now because Miracles I, happen. Yeah, you had you had a divine line. moment. <laughs> I you won't see that for another two years. <laughs> now, but yeah, I well, sorry, I'm not trying to stomp on your dick here. Did we get no, all good. three lies? You got two of them. So the ones that you got, um, Courtney got the John ten uh, eighteen quote, um, and then Shane got the uh, Kent State shooting as a reason behind the defending herself. The one I am quite proud of the first lie so i wrote that he rose to prominence with the release of his country rap single old town road which first achieved viral viral which i said that same time and i slipped the same yep. way popularity because it was co-written co-written by and sung with country artist billy ray cyrus it was actually not he wrote the whole thing himself oh, okay he, he just sampled version- the song yeah, the version that we all know is actually a remix that he sang with Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, his we don't his all know that. Th- I have never heard that song, and I had no interest. You're in still probably it. better off for it, but yeah. Let I'll rephrase the more popular version of the song is the is an actual remix with him and Billy Ray Cyrus. The original version, he actually released independently um, in late 2018, uh, and he marketed it very extensively on TikTok. And that's a lot of where his meme um, know-how really played into effect. He achieved this viral popularity through TikTok by just marketing the fuck out of it. Um, And... He actually got recorded, if I recall correctly, with, uh, I think, Columbia Records in early 2019. So it was actually re-recorded through Columbia Records. And then it just skyrocketed from there. It actually achieved a diamond status in November 2019. And around that time, he actually uh, recorded the music video and did the remix with Billy Ray Cyrus. And during a awards ceremony during this time, he actually... Him and Billy Ray Cyrus went onto the stage with Miley Cyrus and sang that all together, and that's also when he came out. Wow. I didn't expect there to be yeah. that extensive backstory on that. That's cool. Yeah. It was it was fascinating. Just like I, I read a lot into like his accolades in this time because a lot of them are so important. And like 
the previous awards that I I mentioned previously, where he was the first openly LGBTQ um, person to win an award from the Country Music Association. These are just he's breaking um, these sort of bonds. I'm losing barriers. My cohesiveness. Yes, barriers. Thank you. Yeah. But he's he's a he's a rising star and he's breaking all these barriers and it's fantastic and it's great that we are able to follow him and his rise. There, uh, I'm going to misattribute the quote, but it is uh, reasonable here uh, and uh, speaks to what you're saying, Michael, is uh, you can tell a trailblazer by the number of arrows they have in their backs, which is also a terribly racially insensitive statement, but true. It's an old <laughs> expression. Yes, but <laughs> it just indicates that uh, you will not be without ridicule when you are attempting to do something that is against normative behavior and changes the way people think and feel. Very true. But yeah, that was my episode or partial episode, half episode. You know, I was actually about to say that. that I'm cozy with it actually being the episode because I am fairly certain that my topic will add another 45 onto this. Um, and we were really, really gung ho about this subject because it is immensely topical and the, uh, how outlandish some of the things sound, um, kind of fit the bill on what we do here. So if you guys are cozy with it, instead of ruining a perfectly good episode by dragging it out to two hours long and then talking about really, really bummer shit, uh, after Michael actually had a redemptive moment from last week, um, <gasps> I'm okay holding off my Cobain story till next week. I have no objections. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a little upset that we've teased it already, but you know we can also ooh. see if we can't uh, remove it. Michael might be able to be a good editor. You're not you're not killing my excellent uh, introduction to the episode just for the sake of covering the fact that you are always uh, a little trigger gun shy, as it were. Pardon the that pun. Not about a good pun. Uh, delivering <laughs> your topic. <laughs> Fine, we'll play it as it lies. What? Why not? Yeah, listen. I'm too lazy to cut. Yeah, that. you're not really that uh, proactive if, of an editor. If I'm ever allowed to make fun of anything, a sad white guy, I have the rights to poke fun at. Oh, please! Uh, <laughs> you have one week to the day to uh, get all of your best shotgun jokes ready, because that's what we do here, right? <laughs> that's that's the rumor apparently yeah super sensitive guys over here very i very i still respectful. prefer the uh stevie wonders shotgun is is far catchier for me i don't understand the reference but i think i understand the point <laughs> i can dig it well then ladies germaphobes and reprobates everywhere thank you for being here for another soul-stirring and uh intestinally stirring uh, episode of disinformed uh, and thank you michael for, yeah. for bringing that up you and did thank that you so Courtney, quick for too. helping to illustrate and uh, thank you john for for not i suppose <laughs> i please to aim thank you appreciate that well uh for the uninitiated amongst you we have social networks that you should actively avoid and let me tell you how you do that you can stay away from facebook.com slash disinformed podcast you can stay away from instagram at disinformed podcast and on the twitter don't you dare check out at disinformed pod because there is nothing there for you in fact i forbid you four or four you are not allowed to look you don't have the balls no touchy no ticky no laundry 
<laughs> so make sure that I say that, as many insensitive phrases that are esoteric and uh, and old just to irritate everybody. I feel like Logan. Apparently. I think Logan understood the reference. I definitely did. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. So I appreciate I appreciate that. you. Yes. Yes. Uh, you here's the thing you can always offend somebody i'm living proof i am not just the president i'm actually a client but uh also in case you were wondering we do a little decompression video cast over on the tubes of you every fucking friday Woo. called disinformed after dark where we give you the hot takes and a little uh you know afterglow from uh, recording the episode. But that is also something that we do in concert with the fact that we are doing fan fiction reads sure. every Wacky Wednesday without fail because we praise the algorithm. All hail. So you can check us out there. In fact, we are going to finally get around to recording the sequel to My Immortal. <gasps> As performed by the Disinformed Podcast Cast. <laughs> but this time you'll get to see the madness as it unravels, which is going to be excruciating right. for all we, of us uh, here. We weren't on camera for the last one. We were not, no. so this is going to be a whole different dynamic this time. The first and reading. I just hope... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I want Snap to behave himself this time. That's all I'm hoping. Very... I'm still a little traumatized from those first readings. I remember that I was recording in the uh, the other. It's not even a bedroom. It's like where we throw boxes because we're too lazy to throw them away. So like, I remember just breaking down in that room from how dumb everything was. Uh, if you were traumatized by Devil Dick, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. If you didn't really like today's topic, then I don't think you should watch uh, the sequel to My Immortal. <laughs> yes, yes. So, in any event, preamble aside, uh, check us out on YouTube, Wednesdays and Fridays, 10 a.m., Mountain Time, to get yourself entertained. And, of course, keep coming back here every Marvelous Monday. You should... Like and subscribe to the podcast and give us a little comment to let us know how we're driving because we appreciate your feedback. Sure do. And we will acknowledge it on air and provide you with Michael's social security number, oh, yeah. uh, his uh, general place of residence, and a brand new car. Yep. <laughs> uh, the offer is still standing if you are a new or returning listener. If you do interact with us in any way, shape, or form... Um, we will give you Michael's personal information to do whatever mm -hmm. you want with. And you get a brand new Kia Soul as brought to you by Michael's credit card. Correct. So if you want to cash in on your prize, feel free to send us an email to disinformedpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Because we have proven that the soul is very important. It's, ex it's exclusive. It's very exclusive. You only get that soul if you're super special. You only YOLO once, guys. <laughs> oh, I came along. I wrote a song for you, and it was called YOLO. <laughs> well, love, peace, and soul to all of you freaky folks out there. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. So for Disinformed this week, I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. And I'm Courtney. So long and get you some devil dick. So long and indeed.
get you some devil dick. <laughs>